Welcome into Outkick the Show. I'm your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. It's Friday edition of the program. We got a lot to dive into, and then I'm going to go finish Stranger Things Season 4. I'm scheduled right now to be on Tucker Carlson, by the way, tonight, but that are my bi- those are my big Friday plans. Sit down and watch the rest of Stranger Things Season 4. I hope all of you are headed out there to have fantastic weekends yourself. Uh, right off the top here, uh, look, Joe Biden addressed guns last night. Some of you may have watched that speech, 20 minutes. We just finished talking about it with Clay and Buck. Regardless of whatever your opinions are on guns, I've been arguing this uh, as all the details have come out about Uvalde. Uh, First of all, I think every school should have armed security guards inside. I say that because my own kids have armed security inside of their school. I say that because uh, we have one-way entry points. All of that makes the most basic sense to me in terms of what we should be doing. But uh, if we are going to decide that we want to take violence seriously, we need to figure out where most violence is occurring. And here are a couple of stats for you that don't get a lot of attention. Mass shootings represent 1% overall of the deaths from firearms in this country. So focusing on mass shootings is not actually helpful in the grand scheme of things if reducing the amount of violence and violent deaths is uh, the desired point. The vast majority of shootings also do not happen with, uh, with uh, assault rifles. They happen with handguns, okay? So the best way to address violence in the United States that everybody should agree with is by adding more police. What we have seen in the wake of the George Floyd protest, is a massive increase in violent crime in this country, such that, for instance, in Seattle, they can't even investigate rapes because they don't have enough officers on the force. One of the most devastated forces in a major city in America is actually right now in Minneapolis, where in the wake of George Floyd, so many police have decided to retire or leave the police force that they can't actually keep people safe in Minneapolis. So, What I wish Joe Biden had said is it's time to forever reject the idea of defunding the police. And what I am calling for is a massive increase in the number of police on the streets. This used to, by the way, be a bipartisan thing. What we saw back in the 90s was Bill Clinton ran on the idea of three strikes and you're out and more police on the streets. And you know what happened? Violent crime collapsed. Rudy Giuliani in New York City with the broken windows theory. We know what works. That's what's so frustrating about this to me is when you actually look at the data and say, hey, let's solve the issues that are at play here. Let's limit the number of white, black, Asian, Hispanic people who are being shot. The number one way to do that is by hiring more police, punishing the people who are committing violent crimes, taking them off the streets, and and putting people to work stopping violence. Why don't we all do that? Instead of arguing around the margins about how old you have to be to buy this gun or a new background check requirement that would not change any of the outcomes here. Look, the way to solve violence is to hire more police and to put the people who commit violent crime behind bars for longer so that they're not continuing to commit violent crime. Regardless of your politics, regardless if you are white, black, Asian, or Hispanic, gay or straight, male or female, that's a solution, right? And so it's incredibly frustrating to me that we can't 
reach a rational solution and get this decided once and for all with a commitment, as happened in the 90s, to solve the violent crime rates. I'm old enough to remember that violent crime era. It's frustrating that we can't resolve it when we know exactly what works, because it worked before. More police, aggressive policing, violence off the streets. It's easy to do. Uh, Last night, Warriors got dominated in the fourth quarter by the Boston Celtics. I don't have a strong take on this game, because you know what I did? I watched Stranger Things 4 instead. I can't remember the last time that I chose not to watch an NBA Finals game. Followed the score on my phone. I was curious. Thought, hey, maybe I'll flip it over and watch it. And then there was never really a point in the fourth quarter where it seemed like uh, it was going to be a tight uh, tight game down the final several minutes. The Celtics just pulled away, dominated, got up double figures, and cruised to a victory with a dominant fourth quarter. Maybe I'll watch game two. After I finish Stranger Things 4, Bucks tell me I should be watching Peaky Blinders. I don't know. There's a lot of television all of a sudden I want to watch. But the Celtics are up 1-0 over the Warriors. Uh, Steph Curry was fantastic in the first quarter uh, and I believe had 21 points in that first quarter. Uh, so that is uh, ongoing uh, as we continue to uh, to break it out. Um, look, devastating. I have argued for a long time, I'll be honest with you, that the way to combat all of the crazy wokeness in this country was to argue for normalcy instead, right? To argue that, hey, we shouldn't have super woke sports. I think now that Ron DeSantis is starting to prove what we finally agreed with in OutKick, which is you can't keep getting slapped in the face and saying thank you and doing nothing about it. Instead, what needs to happen is there needs to be an aggressive posture put in place. And that's what Governor Ron DeSantis is doing. Make there be stakes when woke companies make decisions, push back against them, and show them that there is a cost. Because sooner or later, deterrence will lead to the companies going back to normalcy. I really think that that's the answer now. In the same way that we don't have nuclear war, fingers crossed, Biden's in charge, anything could happen, because multiple states have nuclear war and the results would be too devastating, I think what's going on right now is we are in a situation uh, where a lot of people have bought into the idea, they've really bought into the idea that there is... uh, that there is a benefit to responding to woke uh, politics and there's no comparative threat from non-woke politics. And by the way, woke politics, like 10% of the population, right? A tiny, tiny minority of people are involved in woke politics. By the way, I'm going to fix my, uh, let me fix my uh, television here. It's a little bit askew. Is that better? Better? A little bit better, I think. Um, All right, so... Um, as we uh, break this down, Ron DeSantis took $35 million in state funds that were going to go to the Tampa Bay Rays for a spring training facility and took it back after the Tampa Bay Rays decided to get woke in their politics. Similarly, uh, the Special Olympics had a COVID vaccine requirement in order to compete. A lot of parents said, this doesn't make any sense. My kids are safe. They've already had covid Ron DeSantis said that a Special Olympics vaccine requirement to compete, that it violated the law in Florida. And guess what happened? Special Olympics 
eliminated the requirement for a COVID shot. And, and I'm big on this now. If you are transgender and you decide after the age of 18 that you want to have transgender surgeries to change your gender, that could and should be your right. I don't know that it's going to make you happier. I don't know that it's going to make your worldview better. But if you make that decision after the age of 18, after you have reached adulthood, I think you should have the right to do that. But if you are doing surgery on kids under the age of 18, which is certainly happening in this country right now, that's child abuse. I believe it's child abuse if you are a parent and you are stopping puberty. I believe it's child abuse if you are a parent and you are providing hormones that are different than the sex of your child. In other words, if you're, uh, you got a kid and they're a boy and suddenly you start pumping them full of estrogen, giving them testosterone uh, restrictors, all those things, I think that's child abuse. If you're over the age of 18, you can make that choice. I think any doctor who is doing it under the age of 18, it's child abuse. Ron DeSantis now not going to allow Florida funds to be used for the treatment of transgender-related issues for people under the age of 18. I think he's right. Punching back and fighting battles that are significant is a huge part of winning many of the fights that are going on in our country right now. There have to be consequences. You have to understand that you're not just going to be able to placate the woke that you might have to take a punch from the other side too. It's not a surprise that Walt Disney has basically shut up, the Disney Corporation has, about all woke-related issues after the state of Florida fired back and removed their special exemption for essentially zoning issues uh, inside the state of Florida. Tampa Bay Rays haven't responded to the $35 million being pulled. This is the woke uh, cost. There is a cost. Once these companies understand that genuflecting at the woke altar is fine, but it comes with a substantial cost to it because there will be pushback from the other side I think it ultimately is going to lead back to neutrality, which is ultimately all I've been asking for, by the way. Just neutrality. Don't make stupid decisions like Major League Baseball pulling the All-Star game out of Atlanta. Just go back to normalcy. Hey, Clay Travis right here. Outkick the show is dominating. We'll continue to roll. More coming back in a moment. But first, this. Um, Deshaun Watson update. Deshaun Watson now been sued by 23 different women Reports are that he's offered each of those women $100,000 to settle their claims against him and that the women, through their attorney, Tony Busby, rejected that offer. Again, that's the report. This is crazy to me. If I were advising Deshaun Watson right now, and he's represented by Rusty Harden, I would say, settle the case, dude. You're worth over $100 million right now. If you want to play football, in 2022, which I have to believe he wants to do, settle the cases. Are you really going to go to trial 23 different times in this situation? I don't know why they didn't settle the cases from the get-go, honestly. Um, Because whatever he pays is a pinprick of his net worth. And it ends the challenges that he has in order to be able to play right now. So it would allow the NFL to finally issue a punishment because otherwise, I think there's a chance he's not going to be able to play the entire 2022 season as well 
And then he's going to have set out two different years. Now, he may still make substantial amounts of money, but he's losing way more in the court of public opinion. If he offered $100,000 to each of these women, that would add up to $2.3 million in payments. Um, Seems like a lot of money. When you're worth $200 million, it's not actually that much money. And so I'm surprised that these settlement negotiations haven't been able to lead to a, a successful settlement unless the demand is just so crazy. Now, maybe each of them wants a million dollars or something of that magnitude. But to me, if you can get it done for 100, 200 is a, is a valid number. What's the number that gets this thing done? I'd be curious to know what Tony Busby has been asking for. Also, I wouldn't want my attorney going on Houston radio as happened, uh, I believe, yesterday, and saying it's important to note that a happy ending isn't a crime. It reminds me of Larry David, if you watch Curb back in the day, uh, when Larry David said he was having a massage and he stopped the happy ending after a couple of pumps uh, because he wouldn't allow it to go forward, which is very funny in and of itself. Also, uh, by the way, uh, this is the Robert Kraft situation, right? Uh, the Robert Kraft situation that ended up being such a huge deal. He got arrested for it. Um, Look, my position is if you want to pay, and I've been saying this for a long time, uh, if you want to pay for sexual favors, I don't think we should be setting up stings and arresting people for doing so. That should be legal, in my opinion, all right? Um, But I don't know that I would want my attorney going on Houston radio making that argument uh, to everyone out there. Gas prices, all-time high, going to continue to hit an all-time high. Uh, And as many of you roll into the weekend and we move closer to July 4th, people are coming back off the roads after Memorial Day, big summer vacation travel. Joe Biden is reportedly traveling to Saudi Arabia, which he called a pariah state to beg for them to produce more gas so that the price of a gallon of gas will go down. I filled up my car yesterday, set another all-time high for what those gallons of gas cost. Uh, This, it feels like, is never going to actually end uh, as we go forward. Uh, The situation in uh, Saudi Arabia, Joe Biden evidently ending the pariah state allegations and now going on bended knee back to Saudi Arabia as the Saudis likely thought would end up happening uh, to beg for them to produce more gas. Masks are coming back. I know some of you out there are like, hey, Clay, why do you keep talking about masks? Because they're coming back. Oakland has remandated masks inside of indoor facilities. Los Angeles announced that they will be doing the same again soon. COVID is not going away. Masks do nothing to impact COVID overall. And I'm telling you, some schools are going to start to argue that it's not safe to be back again in the fall. I can see the future. That is, unfortunately, where we are likely to be headed. All of this is an unmitigated disaster. There's a great piece out at Tablet uh, that was written by, uh, that I would encourage all of you to read. I'm looking at it right now. I shared it on Twitter. Uh, The COVID cult did lasting damage to our kids New discoveries of the harm caused by school closures are as disingenuous and politically motivated as the original policies themselves. This is by Alex Gutentag. Uh, Good morning to you, or good afternoon, whichever one that represents in German. Phenomenal piece. 
everyone who argued for school closures was wrong. They got it 100% inaccurate. It's time for there to be consequences. It's why there has to be a red wave in the fall. All right. I love all of you. I got Tucker Carlson tonight. I'm going to go check out uh, Stranger Things 4. One update, by the way. Evidently, Chad Withrow and the Outkick 360 guys have tracked down the umpire uh, that made the disastrously wrong call uh, that led to me uh, using the F word and getting ejected from a Little League game. Uh, Evidently, he is going to speak his side of the story. The drama continues to build. Millions of people are all invested in this story. I can't believe all it's telling me is we need more Little League uh, content on our site. Uh, There would potentially be resolution there on Monday. I appreciate all of you. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP, this has been OutKick, the show.